Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. I am your host, Ron Kaiser. I'm a positive health psychologist and author of the best-selling and award-winning book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. My website is www.thementalhealthgym.com. It's a place where you will find all kinds of information, not only about rejuvenating, but about positive psychology in general and about my theory of goal-achieving psychology. Those of you who have been loyal listeners of the podcast know that we've taken about a month off around the holiday season at the end of 2019 and beginning of 2020, kind of to regroup, enjoy the season, and we're ready to go now. So this is actually the first podcast that's being presented in 2020. Let's all hope that it's going to be a tremendous year. I'd like to tell you a little bit about my experience over the course of a year that actually began in November 2018. On October 4th, 2019, I kind of culminated that year by giving my first TEDx talk. It was well-received. It was fun to give, even though I was emphasizing growing older with enthusiasm. The audience was largely younger, many of whom were willing to accept my principles of living life in a healthy and enthusiastic manner, and many of them indicated that they were going to take some of my ideas back home to their parents to help them achieve greater health, greater satisfaction, and greater enthusiasm throughout the lifespan. They were particularly intrigued by the rejuvenating pyramid that didn't even make it into my book. It came later. Now, the reason I said that that was the culmination of a year is because in November of 2018, the book Rejuvenating was published, and over the course of several weeks, it came out in paperback, in the form of an ebook, and in the form of an audiobook. It was well received. I'm very proud of the fact that it achieved three different awards in its category. So that's a real source of pride for me. It also was in the top 100 best-selling books in its category on Amazon for many weeks. Although I don't think it's there right now, but hopefully will reappear over the course of the year as, as the word spreads. In addition, I was able to discuss my concepts at several speaking engagements, book signings, as well as being on several radio shows and many podcasts. I appreciate meeting such a wonderful group of people who are committed to a healthy lifestyle, positive growth and development, and the idea that the aging process is one to be embraced and maximized. And I know many of those who have embraced this idea are among the listeners to this podcast. So I thank you all 
and I really do appreciate it. Now, as I said, the culmination was really on October 4th of 2019. It was a Friday evening. The interesting thing is that exactly a week later, on the 11th, almost to the hour of my TEDx talk, I began to experience severe back pain. I don't remember ever being in such pain, and I didn't know why. I mean, the reality was I worked all day, walked home. It's not a great achievement. I lived three blocks from my office, but walked home, had dinner, and then it started really hurting. By the next morning, I was so sore that for the first time in my life, we had to call 911 and be taken to the Jefferson Hospital emergency room. I'd been there many times, but not as a patient. In fact, I had only spent one evening since my birth overnight in a hospital, and that's when I underwent a hip replacement. And I did so well that even though it's not the kind of lengthy hospital stay procedure that it used to be, I kind of knocked it out of the park in terms of physical therapy, all the physical therapy and occupational therapy exercises that they taught me how to get on to a bed, how to get into a car, how to go up and down stairs. I mastered that pretty quickly the morning after the surgery and was real proud of that. Those of you who have read my book or who have heard me previously know that one of my great sources of pride is the fact that I really have worked on maintaining a healthy lifestyle, doing all the appropriate things in terms of what I put into my body, how I use it from an exercise standpoint, how I use my mind, and how I interact with others. My book points out the fact that if, in fact, we can pay attention to health and fitness, intellectual functioning, and social involvements, those kinds of things become game changers. They enable us to age not just enthusiastically, but also in a healthy manner. You may have heard me talk about the fact that I don't take any medications on a regular basis, that I don't really spend a lot of time being overly concerned about my health because I've done a lot to prevent illness and disease. So it was not only painful, but embarrassing for me to wind up in the hospital emergency room and even worse, spend 10 days in the hospital. The first three days were really spent trying to figure out what was going on. There were all kinds of theories, but until the blood cultures came back, people didn't really know what was going on with me. Physicians from general medicine, infectious diseases, gastroenterology, spine, other kinds of things were being addressed. I had tremendous back pain and no obvious reason for it. The blood cultures, however, revealed the fact that I did have an active bacteria that is a form of strep that lives in the mouth and somehow entered the bloodstream. And while I've since learned that the back was a better place for it to go than some other places like the heart, it still wasn't a whole lot of fun. As you may know, I work with headache patients and I'm pretty hard ass about 
making sure that they stay active, don't define themselves by the headache, and don't allow themselves to lie around too much in pain. But there was a period of acute pain for several days when I just wound up in a comfortable position and didn't want to risk moving for any reason at all. I had to be fed. I had teenage nursing students having to wipe my behind. Very humbling experience. And that was followed by a six-week course of intravenous antibiotics. Also, for the first time since I entered the workforce many years ago, I only wound up working four days in six weeks, which means for the month after the hospitalization, I rarely was able to get into work. But at some point, I recognized a couple of things, and that's what I'd really like to share with you today. One thing I recognized is that I had been preparing myself all my life, not only to grow older with enthusiasm, but to bounce back from adversity in the health area. And I was going to do that. I made a commitment to the fact that I would not be defined as a patient, that I was going to make the best effort at getting back to being me. So I found that out. I found out that this was a commitment. I couldn't ask other people to do some of the things that I was asking as we move forward with our lives without doing it myself. I also learned that I really suck at being a patient. I'm not good at it at all. It's not fun. I didn't, you know, really enjoy lying around, sitting around when it was too painful to lie being waited on, and doing all kinds of sedentary things that weren't tremendously active or enhancing in my own personal growth. Once I made the commitment that I was going to change, that I wasn't going to get sucked into being a patient, that I was going to get back to being me, I set about doing it. I got back to work as soon as I could, initially just a few days a week, but then every day, full days, and enjoying the work, appreciating it, and actually gaining some empathy for patients who have a difficult time dealing with pain. I can understand it now, but it still is important that patients not allow the pain to control them. I began to do whatever I could to test my limits. There was a tremendous weekend where I put it all together. My wife and I split the driving, each of us going one way, but we drove the two hours to see my grandson play a hockey game in a minor league professional hockey arena. I walked the eight blocks to the waterfront for early fireworks on New Year's Eve with my grandchildren. And this was probably the biggest accomplishment of all because the back pain was not letting me really sleep in a bed. It was actually harder to get out of a bed than get out of the chair, 
But I was able to, at one point, say, enough is enough. I'm going to sleep through the night. I'm going to get out of bed in the morning. And even if I'm in pain, it's not going to last indefinitely. You know what? It feels better even if I push myself and even if I, you know, feel pain from time to time. I've had supportive physicians, got a supportive wife, and I am committed to getting back to normal. To that extent, I am in physical therapy on a regular basis. Can't wait to get back to the gym on a regular basis and to get back to Pilates, which has been a favorite of mine for quite a while now. I did yoga pretty much for, for a number of years and just recently kind of switched to Pilates. I may switch back, but I'm really enjoying the Pilates now. The main point is I think most people who meet me at this time have to be told about my medical history because it's not obvious from the way I carry myself, from the way that I approach life, and from my interactions with others. So as I said, I really have been preparing myself to become old and to become not a typical old person, but a active, healthy one. And as so many of my associates are nowadays. But I also didn't realize that I was preparing myself to withstand adversity in the health area. I'm not stupid and I'm not a dreamer in terms of feeling that this will necessarily be the last major health issue that I'm going to have to face. I hope it is, but I hope that if it isn't, that I will be able to face future health issues with the same degree of resolve and enthusiasm and knowledge that my mind and my body has prepared me for it. That's my message for today. Rejuvenating is a critical process, not just to prepare you to grow old, but something to do at every age, to stay active in terms of physical fitness, diet, social involvements, and intellectual functioning. Number one, it won't make you want to be a patient because you've got so many other interests. And hopefully you'll have the same experience that I did in terms of it helping to prevent just erosion, deconditioning, increased illness, but rather can help you to see it as an interruption in a growing process that continues throughout the lifespan. This has been Dr. Ron Kaiser. As you know, I'm always interested in hearing your thoughts and comments and possibly similar stories. You can contact me at ron.kaiser at thementalhealthgym.com. And I hope that you will all listen, download, rate this podcast, and continue to be around for other podcasts. As listeners know, about once a month, I do one of these monologue podcasts. And the other times we have very interesting speakers who will help you 
to live your lives as enthusiastically as possible and hopefully as healthy as possible for however long that life continues. Take care and let's meet again at next week's podcast.